Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Here we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, dear listener, we're back inside the box. Oh, we're back inside the box, kicking off the kings. The late night alternative with myself, Ian Lee. Who are you, Catherine Boyle? Oh no 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 no, you're not. You're so much better than that. I heard some of your shows last week. When did you get so good, girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I had a week off, dear listener to uh, ruminate on my life, and I've decided my life sucks. But I didn't listen to much radio, but I heard some of you, Catherine. Yeah. And um, highlights for me were the return of Sean. <laughs> and his speedy departure. <laughs> the old... The... Um, the paedophile. Oh. Not Sean, this is a separate thing. The paedophile. The paedophile conundrum. And the guy that had worn fishnet stockings but then didn't want to talk. Yeah, that was tense. That was my but that I, was my highlight. Um, I was hoping what you were listening week. to that bit because I was thinking, what do I do with this? I know what I do. I relax into it. Silence. Silence. Uh, we're back, dear listener. Uh, we're back uh, as a team and, um, God damn it, let, 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 the, the, the message, the message, when I left... Uh, when, when I uh, finished, when I took my... When I was still working here, before I took my week off, that's how you do the sentence. That's how you do the sentence. Before I took my week off, uh, we still had Caroline Flack walking this fair earth. And uh, I come back, we don't have Caroline Flack walking this fair earth uh, uh, anymore. I didn't know Caroline. I've worked with her, um, like, maybe three or four times, I think. Like, I don't know, 12 or 15 years ago, I went... Before I was in the jungle, I went and did the ITV2 spin-off show when she hosted it. And she was delightful and was, was, as a host, was very kind and was not at all selfish as some hosts can be. She was very generous. The show, she realised the show was not about her, that we had flown out thousands of miles to be there. And she made sure that we got plenty, plenty of um, on-screen time. I was there on there with Gemma Collins, of all people. Is that her name? I don't need the money, by. That's the one. Um, and um, so I, 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 I think, I think that's the only contact I ever, ever had with Caroline Flack. Um, but I was so sad, so sad. And I know that we... we well, no, I was going to say, I know that we've, we've, everyone's talked about this, but actually, we should keep talking about it. Um, I was so sad to uh, hear that she had taken her life and the way that she had taken her own life and the fact that, that I have sympathy for anybody who is in that much pain that the, 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 they can only see one option and that option is to end your life. I've been, I've been very, very close to it. Obviously, I've not done it. I was going to say, obviously, I've not done it. Well, that's obvious. But I've been very, very close to it. I've been very, very close to it. And I've always just managed, I would say... Uh, off the top of my head, I would say four or five times, and I've been yay close to it, yay close. And somehow, I've always managed to just knock myself back into the right track, okay, where I am now still alive, and I I thought there was only one option, but oh, I saw another option, and I went for that. And that second option um, meant that I was still alive. Um, and, and, and so seeing that she had uh, taken her own life was just the saddest thing. Um, oh yeah, but she was she'd assaulted her boyfriend. She, it, was, it was what I got online. Oh yeah, but she she was she'd assaulted her boyfriend. I'm, I'm sorry. Did did you did, the court case happened? Did it? And I missed it. No one knows. No one knows what happened. So don't give me that old crap. And do you know what? Even if she had assaulted her boyfriend, which I don't believe she actually had, but even if she had, no one deserves to go out like that. No one uh, uh, deserves to be in such a lonely, painful place that they deserve to go out like that. Who's to blame? 
She's to blame. Ultimately, she made that decision. Blame is the wrong word. But but ultimately, that was her decision. And I really get very uncomfortable with this. Oh, well, it's his fault. Oh, it's her fault. It's Twitter's fault. She made the decision. She was unbalanced enough to, 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 to make that decision. But I think we can all look at all of the factors of social media, of the press, of some of the two-faced shits that are coming out now saying how upset they are that she's gone, when we all know they were pushing things as far as they could. Um, we got it wrong. We got it wrong as uh, as a society, as, um, uh, 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 as as everything. We've got it wrong, man. The, the way we talk to people, the way we write stories about people. Yes, I think it was right that the case was reported on, but report on the facts. Report on the facts. Don't, I don't know, bring pictures of a bloody bedroom. Don't do that. That's, that's irrelevant. That doesn't help anybody. Leave that for the courts. Leave that for the courts. Um, I don't quite know what I'm trying to say. The ultimate message I've, I've been thinking about a lot is just be kinder. Not even be kind, because be kind kind of sets a limit on the kindness. Sets a limit. Just be kinder. Just be kinder. And um, I, I, I'm flawed. I've made mistakes, and I will continue to make mistakes. I don't think this is a perfect turnaround where suddenly I'm full of love and light and I'm nice to everybody. It's impossible to do that 24-7, 100% of the time, because we are humans. We are uh, um, perfectly imperfect. We are flawed. And we are fallible. Um, and uh, some of you will know I'm going back and watching old episodes of a TV show I used to do called The 11 O'Clock Show. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, we're about to pick on some very vulnerable young women on that. And I'm, I'm really dreading getting to the whole Daniela Westbrook stuff because we were horrible to that young woman. And thank God that she didn't take her life after the absolute battering that we gave her on, on, on that show. But I can't go back and change what I did 20 years ago. But what I can do is I can try and make indirect amends by trying to be a better person. So here's, here's what we won't be doing on this show, right? We won't be going in and violating safe spaces, right, on a show. We won't be uh, throwing out uh, uh, terms that can be, that may seem flippant to some, but can actually hurt others, like Snowflake and Ramona. We won't be throwing out terms like that. We certainly won't be inviting racist actors to come and sit in the studio and create more division and more hate. What we will try and do on this show is be kinder, is be kinder. Now, that doesn't mean that you can come on and you can be really, really abusive to me, or you can come on and be really, really abusive to Catherine, or you don't come on, but you're really, really abusive to the, the people that answer the phone. It's Alex tonight. Good luck with that. But I know that a couple of people last week were really, really rude to the people that answer the phone. Um... Why would you do that? Also, they were being rude about something we hadn't said. So, listen, you come on, come on if you want to be rude, come on and be rude to me. I, I get paid, I don't know, 10 times, 20 times what the person who answers the phone gets, all right? It, 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 don't be rude to them. You want to be rude, come and be rude to me. Or, or we could just be kinder. We could just be kinder. And I've been thinking for a long time, this is a losing battle. This is a losing battle. I hate this industry, the media, the way we speak to people, the way we write about people, the way we, we, we court um, uh, uh, anger. We try and scare you and we try and divide you. 
It's what a lot of these shows do. Uh, phony shows and TV shows, and I'm deliberately not going to mention people because that's kind of why they're doing it. So you say their name. You know who I'm talking about. You know the people to whom I refer. If I say their name, that gives them more power, right? So what we're going to try and do on this show, and we've been doing it, right? We've been doing it, but maybe we could do a little bit more. I certainly don't feel... Uh, I certainly don't feel any responsibility for what Caroline Flack felt compelled to do, okay? And I certainly don't feel, as some people have suggested, I certainly don't feel that I have blood on my hands. I do feel that I may have a few blood flecks on my shirt. I do feel that by the nature of this industry. So what can I do? Well, I could do a couple of things. One is I could quit this industry and go and broadcast at home on my Twitch channel and enjoy broadcasting to 136 people every single day. Or I could stay on talk radio and broadcast to half of that. That's a joke, kinda. Um, I could do that, but then they win, don't they? They, they win. Or I could stay here for another year and broadcast I don't know, four or five nights a week. I, that's up for discussion at the moment. Four or five nights a week with my friend Catherine. Hi. That's her. And we can try and make the difference. Maybe, 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 maybe the battle isn't quite over yet. Maybe we're just this little ember. We're just this little ember of hope, of... Um, I don't know, liberalism with a small L. Maybe we're just this tiny little ember of kindness. And if you keep blowing me, I'll get bigger. That sounded improper, didn't it? I didn't mean it like that. Um, if, if, if Kath kneels down... No. No? no. If... Um, Alex knelt down and, and blew... No. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, right? And what, we, we, he wants you to fan his little flame. <laughs> with three hours a week in an industry that is swamped with hate, that wants you to be scared, that wants you to be angry, that wants you to not trust the person who looks or smells or sounds different to you, right? Uh, maybe, maybe we can affect a small change. I don't know. Boily? Anger isn't the only reason people pick up the phone. No. I think some people have forgotten that. And we've done it. Oh, God, we've both done it. Me and Kath, we've both done it. Let's get such and such and such and such on, because that'll be good. I like good arguments on the radio. I like a good argument on the radio. Um, but but actually, we, we don't have to listen to hatred and um, people who just want to... So division. We don't have to. We have a choice. I have a choice. Catherine has a choice. Catherine played it brilliantly last week. That call with Kai um, was was magnificent. I won't go through it because a lot of you will have heard it. That was magnificent. That was a the fact that he felt he could call our show, which is like has been six years in the making, and b the way you handled it was. <sighs> It was magnificent. It was absolutely magnificent, right? Um, anyone else would have gone... Anyone else would have been very brusque and very short and would have... I don't know what they would have done. We can listen to each other, right? We're all different. We've all got different things going on. Some of us like, you know, different things and all of that. But we can listen to each other. 
What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say I'm an old hippie, right? And what's so funny about peace, love and understanding? Be kinder. Be kinder. That's it. It's the thing. If you disagree with that, I mean, you can phone in and tell me why, but what is wrong with that? What is wrong with that? Here's my message to you, right? If you're at home listening to this or watching this, right? Very, very simple. Be kinder. Be kinder. Don't be kind, be kinder. When you say something, when you tweet something, when you, just think, do I need to say this? Do I need to tell this actor or this TV host that what they're doing is rubbish and that they should never be allowed on the TV or the radio ever again? What good will that do? What good will it do belittling and mocking someone online, on Twitter, who's already said they've got issues with anxiety and depression and in the past have considered suicide. What good does that do? It doesn't do any good. It doesn't do any good. It gets some people angry and it gets some people shouting and it causes fear and it causes division. It doesn't help anybody. Hey, it might even make some people some money. It doesn't help anybody be kinder and i know right i know that some people if this clip goes out as a video some people on twitter will say some very very rude things about me because i'm advocating being kinder here's my message to those people saying rude things about me in the mentions underneath this uh, this tweet i love you i love you i love you i wish you nothing but happiness and success and just think, just think before you hit send on a rude message to someone who is just saying be kinder, before you hit send, what kind of person does that make you? Does that make you happy? If it's making you happy, be mean to someone who's saying be kinder, where are you in your life? What would your kids think? What would your mum think? Be kinder. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So things that are working for me, if anybody pops up in my timeline that I don't like the look of, block. Mm -hmm. Not muting anymore. Muting used to, uh, used to mute because some people consider blocking a victory, a triumph. But I thought, I'm not, but I'm not playing that game. That's a game that they've invented where a, a, a blocking is a, is a triumph, is a point. I'm not involved in that game, so I don't care if they're, if they're making up a score system of their own that doesn't... It's a block. Block. And generally, I, I, I've had a few people recently, a few people, because each one of them will think I'm talking about them specifically. I'm not. A few people get in touch and go... Ah oh, man, that that uh, that blocking was was uh, was unfair, and I've unblocked a couple of these people, and nearly all of them, a couple of exceptions, nearly all of them have done something again. Yeah, I think that um, some people. Um I've got a bit of a tin ear when it comes to other people's feelings and also sensing the mood of a room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So blocking and staying blocked is generally the thing. Uh, 
And if you're blocked, it doesn't mean you can't listen to the show. doesn't mean I hate you. It means I probably have no feelings about you whatsoever. Um, you're still welcome to listen to the show. All it means is you can't, through that account, read my tweets or send me a message. You could set up another Twitter account if you wanted. A lot of people have... I've got three Twitter accounts, one for this, one for a record label, one for, for uh, the, the rabbit hole. Um, so, but it, all it means is I've blocked you on Twitter. That's it. I don't hate you. I don't love you. I'm not thinking about you. I'm not regretting it. I'm not... All it means. So that's been very helpful to me. The clear out, the purge. I've been talking about this for a long time. I've been saying for a long time, I'm yay close to getting rid of everything. And I did this week. I had two huge shelves full of CDs, DVDs, and some VHS videos and stuff. And um, I had a friend come and stay with me Wednesday. And sort of Thursday night... Uh, sorry, t Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if I put those shelves in the, the, the den at the end of the garden, the, I call it a den, it's a shed with electricity. If I put that, it would free up all this room here and... Blah, blah, blah. And my friend Simon came around and we talked about it and we, we put the sofa where the shelves were to see what it looked like. And I went, yeah, I think this works. And I naively thought we'd carry the shelves with all the CDs on. And he said, well, no, we can't do that, you idiot. It's too heavy. We've got to put the CDs in boxes. And I went, blah, 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 blah. but they're all in alphabetical order. Oh. He went, well, you'll, we'll keep them as best we can, but we can't lift it. And as I started putting them in the boxes, I went, no. These shelves aren't going to go in the den. We're going to put them in the garage, and we're going to put these boxes full of CDs in the garage, and we're just going to see what that feels like. And I found that so upsetting so upsetting because it symbolised a lot of stuff. I lived in, when I slept with my wife. I lived in a in a in a room in a bedsit for two years, and I didn't have anything around me. I had a TV and I had some clothes, and that was it. I think a PlayStation. Um, so after two years, when I finally got my own place that I was proud of, suddenly getting all of my stuff back that had been in in, in my marital home or had been in the garage was. It was a real moment of, I've got my stuff back. I'm living again. I'm, al I'm alive. But I've really started to realise that stuff doesn't mean anything. So the, 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 the CDs went into the garage. The shelves went into the garage. The shelves were gone within two days because I put them on Facebook Marketplace and gave them away, right? I've got three big book cases in the living room. And I said to my friend Simon, I think I can get rid of a third of those books and lose, lose one of those shelves. There's a big one I didn't like. So I think I can get rid of a third of those books and I was going to keep some and I was going to give some to charity. And there were so many books. I mean, so many books that I've, never, that I've bought and never read. One book I've had, it's a great book. It looks like a great book, The Biography of London. Uh, but I bought that 16 years ago. I've never read it. Gone. And I went through it. I got rid of a third of those books. And the ones I was going to keep and put in the garage, I thought, no, 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 no. Put them in the, took them to a charity shop. Got rid of that bookcase, put it in the garage, sold it for 60 quid on, e uh, on Facebook Marketplace. Thank you. Facebook Marketplace, by the way, is my new jam. So suddenly the living room's got more space. I tried to get rid of some records today. I got rid of a crate, a crate of LPs, vinyl. The rest, I was going to get rid of my stereo, my I was going to get rid of my nads and my uh, vinyl, and I couldn't quite do that. And this is, this is all partly because I've, I've got Spotify. I didn't know with Spotify, you can download stuff as well to your phone. £9.99 a month. In the past, would I spend more than that 
more on that, more than that, a month on music. Hell yes. So I've I downloaded five albums today. So I'm having a clear out. It's the start. I'm going to go to my wardrobe on Wednesday. This is an extension. I don't know if you're conscious of this. Yeah. Of you not buying stuff anymore. This year, I've not bought. I've bought hardly any. A, a couple of times, I'm not buying stuff. I'm buying things. Big difference. And here's the deal that I see. What going on? What's going on there? Yeah. You got all your stuff back. Yeah. Great. This is my place. This is all my things. I don't have to justify it to anyone. This yeah. is my space. Then you looked around at this nest you've built of things and you realise you bought these things to fill a hole that actually they were never going to fill because it was in your soul. She's got it. And so now you're doing proper work on yourself and working out what that hole in your soul is. Yeah. Don't need that. Yeah. And actually, it's like that stuff I had with my with the clothes that don't fit me anymore. You look look at things and you go, like the book you never read, it makes you feel guilty because you've not found the time for yeah. it or you bought it at a time when you thought that was going to help and it's not and you realise you're surrounded by things you're never going to get around to and you never have and because you thought you needed it at the time it starts to have um, like a negative connotation yeah. Yeah. get rid yeah oh god the CDs are going to go I want to go through them because I've got about a dozen signed, like bare naked ladies exactly. and, and spark CDs. You'll get I want. down to the bare. Yeah. You'll get back down to the things rather but than the, the stuff. The rest are going to go. I'm going to go through my wardrobe. I use a. F- my wardrobe is full. It's a big wardrobe. There's a fifth. This the right hand side is the fifth that I, I always take clothes from. The other four fifths I don't touch. I'm going to go through that. This is the, the freedom. Uh, who knows? My 50s will probably be spent buying back everything I chucked away in my 40s. Who knows? I think but we've also, freedom. you and I both got this working class hangover thing yeah. of if it's not broken, I feel like it's a waste to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yes, definitely. Um, love, love, t- t- I mentioned t- the 25th. T- t- tomorrow, I, I hate talking about it, so I'm not going to talk about it long because I still find it too upsetting. Tomorrow is the anniversary of the car crash I was in. Horrific, horrific car crash where... Uh, uh, um, I saw stuff that I never, you know, I, 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 I hoped I'd never see. And I, can't, I still can't even talk about it. Hmm. So that is the anniversary of that tomorrow. And that has been really playing on my mind that that, that, is, that, is, that is coming up. And that makes me very, very uncomfortable. Um, uh, you know, and someone's life was, was physically, my life was mentally changed. Someone's life was physically changed forever. You know, life-changing injuries, they call it. Just horrendous. So there's that. And, and, and this, last, this week I had off was to meditate on where I am and what I am. I'm very unhappy at the moment. Very unhappy at the moment. There's some great things in my life, but I'm very, very unhappy at the moment. Part of it is this, is this job. Uh, and this is a thrill. Uh, listen, I've got the best job in the world. I get that. I get that. But there's something that doesn't quite sit right. Some things I'm not prepared to say on air that don't sit right with me because uh, that would probably get me fired immediately. Um, but, 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 but there's just something that's not... There's some other things that aren't sitting right. So I'm looking at a few options, including maybe going down to four nights a week and Kath doing the Friday. I don't know. I've sent this email to my bosses. Maybe doing one or two shows a week from my house which we were doing, you wouldn't even notice, dear listener. You wouldn't even... No. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to find things. And I, last week was booked to think about these things anyway. And then Caroline Flack very sadly took her own life. Um, and it just all seemed to converge to a point of me thinking, shit, this mental health stuff is serious. It's serious. And I've always known it's serious. But 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 to, to, to see, I think we're quite used to people talking about feeling suicidal. 
And then when you're confronted with the actual reality that, oh God, some people really do do this. Some people really do do this. And I've been close. I've planned it. But I didn't go through with it. And then you are confronted with the reality that people face every single day. God, some people really do take that step into the unknown. And, um, and I, I, I keep thinking about Caroline a lot. And, and, and I also, you know, we've, we've had people that have listened to this show that have, that have taken that step too far. And God, I, I don't want to die, but I also don't want to carry on being as miserable as I am at the moment. So something's got to shift. Something's got to shift. If, my, if I want my kids to have a dad, if I want to carry on being financially responsible to my kids, if I want to experience waking up and having four cats jumping all over me, if I want those things, then something has to shift. And maybe that is me doing one show a week less and, and being financially, you know, t t t t having a lower income. Maybe it's my bosses will be kind enough to, to let me do one or two shows a week from home. I don't know. Something has to shift, right? Something has uh, uh, to shift. And, and by the way, by the way, um, I was able to have such an amazing conversation with my kids who are eight and 10 about suicide as a direct result of, of, of Caroline Flack. And also someone I sort of know a little bit on Twitter was struggling and some people said, oh Ian, you know this person, is there anything you can do? And it happened while I was with the kids and while I was with your kids. Mm -hmm. We'd just been to uh, Gravity, the trampoline place in uh, Milton Keynes. Great, by the way. Excellent bouncing. Oh, great bouncing. Um, I should have worn a sports bra. I should have followed your lead and worn wow. a sports bra as well. Um, Once bitten, twice shy. But we were able to have, and your kids are a little bit older than mine, we were able to have an amazing conversation with the kids, only short, about people taking their own lives. That's a heavy thing, because I wasn't sure how to bring it up with my kids. I wasn't sure. They knew about it because they know about Chris, who phoned us a year ago. Who, who So they knew about it. They know that I suffer from depression. They know that I'm a, a boozer and a junkie now. Wait, what? You've taken a drug? That was the question my, my eldest said when I told him I was a drug. Wait, what? You've taken a drug? Um, but we were able to sit there, and, and if you've had this conversation with your kids, I'd love to know how you did it. We're in KFC, and have this amazing conversation about how sometimes the pain is so much that people think there is no other option, but there is always another option, and that talking is, all you've got to do is talk, and there, there is always a solution, and you can talk to me, or a friend, or a teacher, or your, you, or talking, talking, talking is the key. It's yeah. the key, it's the key, it's the key. And I thought, because I was nervous about having that conversation and I didn't particularly want to have it with you and your kids there, but it just came up. But you know that the way I talk to my yeah, daughters yeah. and you know that, it, to me, it's an extension of the tell me the truth and we can sort it out conversation yes. that I have all the time with my kids yes. and I've had since they were really little. That thing of, if you cover it up with a fib, you're on your own. Yeah. And, I, and I won't know until it becomes so big yeah that we have to really unpick it. I might be cross if you tell me the truth, but the sooner you tell me, the sooner we can both get our minds on it and we'll sort it out. And I would much rather that you told me, you can tell me anything, right? Is what I told my kids. To the point where 
I remember once my dad was looking after the little and he smashed a cup of mine <laughs> and he said to her, right, I think we should go to town and get your mum a new cup. And she went, Grandad, I think it's better if you just tell the truth. Wonderful. <laughs> but it shows that it's, you know, you sow that seed with them. But it's difficult because I was, we were having KFC and then I just checked Twitter for the first time in a couple of hours and a few people saying, Ian, this guy that I think you know is really struggling. Mm. And, and I panicked and I didn't want to say anything in front of the kids. So I just said, oh, I've just got to go outside and make a phone call. And I went and phoned this guy up and left a message and sent him a couple of texts. But also being outside for that two minutes composed me enough to come back and explain exactly what had been going on yeah. and um god i love our kids aren't our kids great because they sat there they asked a couple of questions and they carried on eating their, their, bu their bucket yeah, because we didn't terrify them we no. didn't give them too much information no. we gave age appropriate information yeah. that could save their lives one exactly. day exactly exactly man um so what am i trying to say hmm i can't think uh alistair david stay there let's go to damien good evening damien Evening, you too. How are you? Very well, Damien. What can we do for you on this holy Monday? Oh, you're just hitting so many hot buttons tonight. It's amazing. I love hot buttons. Almost as oh, good as hot lives. <laughs> you, you sound you sound great. You're full of positive energy, and you're you're, you're answering all your own questions. You know, giving advice, and it, it it reflects back to you as well. And thank you, man. We all have the answers inside us, don't we? I think we do. I think we do. Yeah, when we look deep enough and take the time to listen but you really are just i heard i overheard two people talking today and uh, they were actually talking about the show and, and oh. i just definitely did i was just uh, eavesdropping and i and i they were saying how you'd really help them wow and i then went on to have a, a seven hour conversation with a neighbor who's suffering really severe depression i've had depression for years i've you know suffered with anxiety depression and we had a seven-hour conversation, and we went really deep. And this clearing out, you know, sort of clearing things you don't need, strip everything back to the basics. You, if you're talking about possessions, if it works for you, Dave has just tweeted saying he loves all of his stuff. And that works for him, and this worked for me for a long Listen, time. Listen, this is going to sound filthy, but I mean it. Your hole is your business, right? What works for some people doesn't yeah. work for others. For yeah. some people, they throw themselves into children or um, animals or uh, a hobby or whatever it, whatever yeah. works. But you know yeah. if something is working or not. And, you know, for you, stuff doesn't work. Stuff doesn't work. And, and, and I'm at a point in my life where I want to let go. And I'm finding it hard. I I cried. When, those, when I came down the next day, when I got put all those CDs in the, the garage and I sat there and I cried thinking, shit, man. Because it's not about the things, it's about the connotation. Yeah, exactly. But if, if, if ha ha having stuff works, it's whatever works for you, isn't it, Damien? Yeah, absolutely right. Um, but but things, um, feelings are more important than things. And, it's, and we do attach, you know, thoughts to, to, to belongings. Yep. We get so wrapped up on keeping hold of things. And, and people as well, we, we need to possess, but... You find the more you let go, the better you feel. Wish we could. We got some. Some of the callers, Damien, uh, uh, that we get. There's this guy. Do you, are you aware of David Babcock? Yeah. I wish yeah. we could. I wish we could let him go because he just we, we keeps on phoning up and annoying us and really just just bringing the vibe down. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, David, are you there? You know I'm there. You press the button to put me on. Don't be sure. Be kind there. Yeah, to to people that deserve it. Not, right. not to a-holes. <laughs> Damien, I've got to go. Is there anything else you want to say before I let you go, my friend? I love you, man. I love you too, Damien. David, I love you. All right. Am I on the news? 
Yes. Right. Wow. No. <laughs> Talk radio. Lou Reed's got more stamina than you, and he was a heroin addict. Right, I'm a heroin addict. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm so sorry. I didn't realise, David. It don't matter. I thought you could tell. Right. <laughs> Here we go, then. Here we go. Yes. Ah, what a pleasant surprise to have someone who can actually present a bloody radio show on the airwaves. Are you having a dig at Catherine? Oh, is Kat there? No, she's not, actually, which makes it double mean. Oh. So you're being rude about a mum behind her back. I I thought she'd be there. And yet you, when I was watching my episode of Come Dine With Me the other day online and streaming it on my Twitch channel, you said that I was rude. You are bloody rude. Hang on a second. Be quiet. Catherine? Kath, come in. David David, uh, Babcock's on the line, and he's got got a little... um, uh, review of your shows last week. Oh, I don't care what he thinks. No, well, he thinks it's very important, so I would suggest you sit down. Seems like a bit Yeah, put your, your headphones on and let's have a listen to what um, David has to say about his good friend Kathleen. David, just wait for the headphones to go on. They are on. Go on, away you go. Gosh, that's unusually erudite for you. I don't know what erudite means. I know you don't. You. I know you don't. Jokes on you, Kathleen. Don't think it is. Aerodactyl. Isn't it a type of glue? No, it's a dinosaur. Mm, I think it's a glue. A pterodactyl. Nerodite. Oh, no, I'm, t- no, I'm talking there. I've got big news. Hey, David's coming out. New, He's new, coming out. New Hoover. He's got the world to know, never letting go. Ba-da-da-ba. And if you don't am... come out now, you're homophobic. No. Homophobe. I, I am. You never get gay what? ghosts. Right. You do. I am gay close to inventing a fully working time machine. Okay. I know you told me last month. Oh. No, it wasn't last month. I know you told, you told me next Tuesday. No, I didn't. I told you the other day. Nope. Okay, tell us... This is, I'm trying to do a joke, but, but you, you, it doesn't work on you, as you, you're too thick. Tell us about this... Genuinely, I love time machines. Tell us about this time machine, then. What's going on? Well, it's so bloody obvious. I can't believe nobody's done it before. Okay, go on. I can't. I'm going to tell you how I do it. It's not just winding a clock backwards, is it? 
that's the principle. <laughs> no, there's more to it than that, obviously. <laughs> oh, don't, it's a shame. Every spring we'd go back in time, wouldn't we? Spring backwards, fall forwards. Yeah, spring forward, fall back. Right, whichever one. Yeah. Um, the government have been backing me. <laughs> what is it? Is it? They still do job seekers allowance. In, no, it's universal credit now. Okay. But but and uh, well, I'm not claiming it. I'm working in the chicken factory. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa! No, 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 no. Wind You're... that clock back quick! Yeah. <laughs> quick, activate full drive. <laughs> No, it didn't work. It's, no. it's not finished yet. No. But uh, is there anything you wanted me to visit for you? Hang on a minute. Just do me a favour. Just, just, just do me a favour, right? right? See if you can go back in time a bit. See if it'll work. Go on. Well, it's not, it's not what we're working for. Let me, let me do my time machine. Hang on. <laughs> Keep singing, David. He's still going. Is it finished? No, he's still going. Is it finished? No, he's still going. Well, no, well, I'm finished. Well, he's still going. Well, I don't care if he, Lou Reed's got more stamina than you, and he's a drug addict! He's a heroin addict! I'm a heroin addict. <laughs> oh, you, I didn't realise. Hey, yes, sir. May I say how lovely it is to have someone who can actually perform a radio show but <laughs> on the other way? Are you saying that um, is that a critique of Catherine's show from last week? It might be. Yeah, and you're saying that behind her back because she's not here. So you're oh, talking. You're talking about a mum behind her back. That is very very poor. Catherine, come in, come in, come in. David Babcock has got he's got a critique of your show from last week. Oh, I don't care. No, no, no. He thinks it's important that you know. Sit down, sit down. I've heard his stream. <laughs> <laughs> Put the headphones on. The headphones are on. David, tell her. Gosh, that's unusually erudite for you. Hey, what? What did you say? Oh dear. Aerodactyl. I think it's a type of glue, isn't it? Pterodactyl? No, erudite. I said pterodactyl. I saw <laughs> hey, Guess what? Guess what? I've got Go, a big news. What are we calling for, sir? New Hoover? No. He's coming out as gay. He's oh. coming out. He wants the world to know, never letting go. And if you don't come out, you're a homophobe. I'm not a homophobe. Are you, are you coming out? No, homophobe? I am, knew it. I'm very close to inventing a time machine. <laughs> time machine? Really? I know, you told me last uh, Tuesday. No, no, I told you. You told me, you're telling me next Tuesday. No, I told you the other day. Oh, sorry, I'm just trying to do a joke and you're too, too thick to get it. Go on, how does it work? You don't just wind, you don't just wind a clock back, do you? It's based on that <laughs> But it's not exactly that. Although every time we go in the spring, we'd all go back in time. Spring back, fall forward. Spring forward, fall back. Um, OK, go on. Tell, tell me about it then. Well, it's, it's, I've got the backing of the government. All right. They still do job seekers' allowance, is it? 
No, it's universal credit now. Okay. No, no way. No, I'm not. I'm not claiming universal credit and working at the chicken factory. Like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, why not no, no, go no. back? Go back now. Quick, activate time launch. Didn't work. No, Hang on, let me do my time machine. Sing it, David. Can I say that it's such a lovely thing to listen to someone doing the show properly? <laughs> so let me get this right. You want to be rude about a mum, hard-working mum behind her back? Is she not there? No, she's just, she's coming in now. Catherine, come in, come in, come in. It's important. David Babcock wants to critique your show. Oh, I don't care what he has to say. No, he thinks it's important. Go, sit down, put no, your headphones I'm on. This stream, I've got. <laughs> put your headphones on. Go, uh, go on then, David. <laughs> Gosh, that's unusually erudite for you. Ever what? What the hell's ever that? I don't know what that word means. Pterodactyl. I think it's a type of glue. Not pterodactyl. No, erudite. Right, anyway. Hey, cowboy, I've got some big news. Uh, New Hoover? He's coming out. No, I'm not. He wants the world to know, never letting no. go. And if you don't come out, that means you're a homophobe. I'm not a homophobe. Well, then oh, you're coming I out. I knew then. it. No, I am yay close to inventing a time machine. I know, you told me last month. I mean, you'll, no, tell, I me, you'll tell me next, you told me next Tuesday. No, I told you the other day. No, I was, trying, I was trying to do a joke. But you're no. too thick. I'm not thick. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, how are you getting funded for this? Um, I've got a little bit of help from the government. The Job Seekers Allowance still going, is it? Talk Radio.